Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Talk about how you can save a little money on your next big cook or just for your daily meals. I'm your host, Rod Simmons, joined by my partner in crime co-hosts, Chris Ashley. What up, dog? What's up? What's up? What's up? Shout out to all the people supporting the show. I love seeing the messages on Instagram. Uh, I love getting the messages on Discord. Uh, you know, hit us up anywhere. Uh, we actually... Uh, love having these conversations. We love seeing what you guys are cooking. Man, there is some gorgeous briskets and smoked food on our Discord, man. If you're not in there checking that stuff out, man, you, you need to get up in there. The, the guys, Ken, you know, Eric, those guys, you know, all those cats in there, they're, they're putting out some, they're, they're really making some really cool barbecue, some good looking food, man. It's really good to look at. Um, so yeah. Uh, and of course, you can by all means, please follow us on. Instagram, you know, all the food we cook generally goes on Instagram updates about the shows and the, the new episodes come out that goes on Twitter. Um, and then on Discord is where we kind of, you know, family up and share recipes, ideas, discounts we're finding as far as food is concerned, and then pictures of what we're smoking. So, um, yeah, man, it, uh, it, you know, folks, check that stuff out. It's uh, definitely uh, good to get into the fam. You know, the show's growing. We're excited about that. We got a whole bunch of uh, cool stuff coming. We're about to receive our first test smoker within the next week or so. Uh, so this will be I'm super excited for that because uh, one of the first smokers we're going to test is a another. Ver- uh, no, we're going to test gravity. The, uh, the gravity smoker first. And uh, it, it's really I'm excited for that because, you know, folks, you folks that don't are listening to the show i have a gravity smoker it's what i use primarily um i spent a ton of money on it and uh but it's great and so being able to test another version from another manufacturer contrast to compare features i'm really really excited about that there's a couple of devices that i'm super excited for um one of them is a uh it's like a remote battery pack so if you're out you know you know maybe tailgating or something and you want to power up your your uh, your uh, controller for your smoker? This thing will do it for you. So I just a bunch of things that the, the guys over at Mason Dixon are uh, letting us uh, borrow and test. So it's you know we, we got some really cool uh, things we're about to be talking about from the tech side of the house. Um, 
just as a follow up, uh, you know, you guys have been hearing me uh, r- rant on or rambling on about uh, doing this smoked chicken and waffle. And it's it's evolved quite a bit uh, since the, the last time, since the last episode and, you know, the last couple of times. I'm almost making this thing two or three times a week now because I feel like once I am getting very close to something, I just keep making it more and more and more. So um, the initial pictures were uh, open faced uh, of the chicken and waffles. And while they look good, especially as I started to thin out the sauce and let it drizzle more, um, you know, it just didn't pop uh, to me, at least uh, as far as from a visual standpoint. And you didn't uh, have that Emeril Lagasse. Bam. I didn't have a bam. And uh, but um, but just also, you know, it's not it looks good for our for a barbecue fiends like the folks listening to this show but maybe not as much for like regular people they're like oh that looks interesting it's interesting for regular people looks good for people like us but all i did now recently was i started to uh slice the chicken instead yep and uh i sliced it at a, at an angle and then uh to so you know you get a little bit of uh, outside or crusting uh, crust on the both sides and you have that nice meat in the middle and then uh, lay it out across the uh, waffle that started to look a little bit better because now you, you know I'm using some of my culinary skills and then uh, <laughs> and then uh, the next step what I started doing was like realizing that this thing looks better as a sandwich than an open-faced dish so now I started cutting the waffles uh, under our triangles and slicing it off and then making sandwiches out of it instead. Now the cool and then it looks good, looks way more appetizing now for everybody. And it's kind of a fun experience to eat. Right. Because, you know, waffle, uh, you know, uh, a waffle is not going to unless you have like one of those eggo waffles that just like hard as a rock, they're not going to crumble a little bit on you but like uh, you know these belgian waffles they'll crumble on you a bit um are you still using that crustini whatever crusties crusties yeah yeah man this stuff is good it's really good and uh in fact i will make my own batter though i will definitely make make my own batter and do a comparison to see which one i like the best but the crusties gonna be shocked when you again i've made plenty of batter before not new, not new to the game. Uh, I, I know. I, I, I'm but. just. I'm trying to hearken you to to 30 years ago versus. <laughs> I know, but, you you, know we've all done a lot of stuff in our past, but like, good gracious, were you and I talking about your lack of love of surprises when your wife sent me like, "Yeah, we're having a party for Chris." And I was like, "Oh, I can't tell if it's a surprise party." Like, <laughs> no, you didn't say anything to me. I, I mean, I figured you'd get an invite, so you know. But well, yeah, I no, just, it just my. I didn't look at the invite. So I just, I saw it and I was like, all right, I got to get to this. And then our mutual friend said something to me about it. And I was like, yeah. And then you, finally you said something to me this morning. I was like, oh, it's not a surprise. And I always forget. Um, I'll say the, uh, um, the scars from your childhood as to why you don't like surprise parties. <laughs> Oh dear God! You should just you should take a quick moment before we get into cost savings and tell this story. Well, it, you know, 
I, I'm not the only one on earth who doesn't like surprises. I don't like surprises. If you want, you know, if my wife wants to have a party for me, have a party, you know, but I don't want to walk in the door and see a bunch of clowns. You su- surprised? Were you surprised? Because most times, A, my wife can't keep anything from me. You know, it, it's just, she doesn't wear it well. And I'm always skeptical of everything. So, you know, I, I'm always on guard with stuff. But more importantly, I just hate surprises. And most of that stems from my childhood because, you know, like many others, I grew up in a, uh, you know, pretty religious family. And uh, my mom being Jamaican, Jamaicans have this thing where, you know, it's a, you have this set way of life. And then if we're going to do something, you better be damn happy that we did something different because it was for your benefit. And it, you know, as a kid, you're just like, yeah, you, of course you're happy about it. But at the same time, you're like, you know, you don't, you're a parent, you're supposed to be doing stuff like this. <laughs> so, you know, my mom, she, God bless her. She worked two jobs for 30 years. My dad worked two jobs, you know, hardworking family. And, uh, you know, every Sunday was church day. We all, you know, get up in the morning, get dressed. And, you know, I lived in, I live in Maryland. And we went to church in D.C. So it was a hall to get to the church. But that's where all the Jamaicans were that that we that we knew. So one one day, you know, we were driving down and, you know, regular path. And for for you, Rod, where you know, we, we get to the old stadium store in uh, on uh, Veers Mill Road in uh, University. No, is that University? Yeah. University Boulevard right on the corner. Used to be like the Redskins store. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No one else is going to know. So I keep know, going. but just for you. But uh, so my mom pulls in there. So, you know, but the reason why I'm bringing it up is because this is weird, right? You know, she pulls into the parking lot and she's waiting. And then all of a sudden, my uncle pops out of, um, out of a car and he's like, got my cousin in the car with him. And she was like, go have fun. That's all she said, right? Go have fun. And I was like, uh okay and my uncle was like come on so i'm like okay cool you know so i jump in the car with him he doesn't say anything to me i mean it was you and your brothers all jumped in right no oh this was just you just me okay so um i get in the car and we you know we're driving i'm just talking to my cousin we're yapping and all of a sudden we end up at the uh at the old rfk stadium so i'm like oh he was like yeah we're going to the game today so I'm like, oh, cool. You know what I mean? And I look down and I've got church shoes on, church slacks on, shirt tie, going to a football game, you know. So I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to have a fun time at the game. But a little notice would have been better. I could have worn sneakers. So or or at least mom. If you know you're doing this, why don't Bring you me sneak some in extra my closet clothes. and grab me a change of clothes? So I'm like, okay, honest mistake, but I appreciate the effort. Uh, you know, I'm a good kid. I'm gonna have a good time and had a great time. You know, RFK Stadium was legendary. So fast forward a couple years later, one Sunday, we're in the car. This we're is all the best one. We're all heading to church, and this is now me and my brothers. You know, we're all decked out, ready to go, and then my mom enters the highway and we're like, well, that's odd. We never take the highway, you know, but whatever, we're yapping and, you know, going at each other, whatever, like brothers do. 
my mom drives all the way to an amusement park in the area. Uh, people on the East Coast knows a wild world. Um, I think now a lot of people know it as adventure world. So bunch of rides, but what is the main thing they're known for, Rod? Water park. The water park. Pool. <laughs> so it's like, oh, cool. You just like, you know, you know, hey, you guys gonna let's go have a good time, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so here we are walking into an amusement park, half the amusement park. No, 70% of this amusement park is a water park. And they had just released the wild wave, the biggest wave swim pool on the East Coast. And we got to sit there and watch everybody have a great time because we were all in church shoes, church slacks, (laughs) shirt and tie, not a bathing suit amongst any of us. Not a single one. Oh, God. So we rode the four rides that they had that were regular rides that we didn't that we didn't get wet on. Right. And we walked around and yeah, watched everybody else in bikinis, uh, swim trunks, getting in and out of the pools, going through the, the water slides, the big giant one that's like, you know, all the oh, way down. God. We I, I literally I literally remember distinctly standing uh, the 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 tower or, or, or the the the, plat- the platform above the wild wave, and just hearing yeah, and the waves just moving people back and forth, back and forth, and I'm just like, damn, that looks like fun. <laughs> <laughs> and from that day forward, I don't I want. Like- surprises surprises <laughs> keep them to yourself your mother has ruined you for a lifetime all right let's jump into some money saving techniques yeah. on shopping uh, uh wait a minute everybody uh, gets to check out of this like, as much as i do yeah so what do you hold on i so the chicken and waffles evolved um i do want to say that uh the the waffle iron we talked about last week yeah came in it's amazing oh i bet yeah it's amazing. It gets so hot. And, and I, I imagine that the round trip between waffle to waffle is super short. Yeah. And even like I literally honestly, when the temperature dips, the light comes on. I can leave it open. It never really dips. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'll give it a couple seconds. They reheat up. So I'll spray it. And that that spray that I got doesn't cake up on there. Oh, nice. So um, cleaning it, is really easy. Cleaning is super easy. Um, It does have a drip tray. Um, the, the handle, I, I did make a mistake. I wish the handle was a little bit longer because I got big giant monster hands. And so, you know, I'm grabbing the ladle, looking at the ladle and I should have been looking at the, the waffle iron, the waffle maker. Uh, and I grabbed a little bit too far forward <laughs> and yeah, my hand started sizzling a little bit and I was like, Ooh, yeah, I gotta be careful about that. So, you know, cause the handle has a nice little, you know, plastic on it but it only yeah. goes so far right the rest of it's going to be hot and it was yeah. hot so that's the only thing i would say is that wish they could make that a little bit longer um it rotates perfectly um cleans up well heats up quickly and it has a like a nice loud timer old school click 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 um so yeah. generally the instructions say to set it for uh 400 degrees uh which they have it at uh, i think it's like around uh 198 uh celsius it has both and then uh something like that. And then um the timer, you know, gives you a nice loud ding when it's done, pop it open, 
um, you know, deep, deep crevices in the waffle. So the waffle iron is working great and uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, but uh, what are you working on? What are you smoke? What are you cooking this week? Uh, actually today I'm, I'm doing a, I was just, I always, again, I try to change it up. I, I smoked some salmon yesterday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just because the kids were eating something I didn't want. Um, and so today I was like, uh, I need to do something different. I haven't done fajitas in forever. Mm. So I decided I, before we were recording, I was slicing up chicken thighs into nice bite-sized pieces for fajitas. Cause I hate when I go to a restaurant and the fajitas are l- like long strips of chicken, long, thick strips of like, uh, like onions and green peppers. I want them to be more like, I want to be able to bite and pull out that piece. Mm-hmm. So I don't want obviously not diced onions, but if you take an onion, you split it in half and you cut it, you kind of get like that half moon shape. I want to yeah. cut that half moon shape in half so that the, that it's not, I'm pu- not pulling out long piece of onion, long piece of green peppers. So sure. I started the chicken in the marinade with like the cumin, the garlic powder, the, the chili, mm-hmm. the lemon. So that's all marinating. And I'm going to give that about at least an hour, if not two hours to marinate and get those flavors together. I'm also doing, uh, so I'm doing chicken, steak and shrimp fajita. So I know that now I can have three cooking zones. Mm-hmm. I can have the shrimp that's got its cooking zone, the steak that I'm going to get to like probably about a medium consistency. And you're doing them chicken. on the uh, Blackstone? Oh, you better bet it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the Blackstone is coming out to put some work in today. And you did end up with the big one, right? So you got plenty of space. I got plenty of cooking zones. space. Yeah. yeah. And so, then what kind of oil are you using? Um, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of avocado oil. So I I can, it's too. very neutral. You don't really get a taste. I mean, you can use canola as well. If you don't have avocado, go to canola. It's it has a higher smoke point, higher too. smoke point. Yeah. And it's a very neutral oil. You don't pick up flavors from the oil. And if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about with a smoke point. So oftentimes when you, you know, you want to put a nice sear or, or saute something, you know, you, if you use like olive oil, cause you're trying to be healthier, the problem is olive oil has a bit of a higher smoke point. So you can't turn the heat up too much or the oil literally starts to burn and then you start getting all this plume in the air. So when we refer to the higher smoke point, it means it's, you know, it can get to a higher temperature before that smoky, plumey, you know, starts to, starts to happen, uh, with the oil. So, and that's why a lot of restaurants use, uh, you know, vegetable oil when they're frying their french fries and stuff because that has a very high uh smoke point as well yep okay so it sounds good so you got the three zones you get your cardinet you got the pollo and yeah and i'll do a i'm gonna do a monterey jack cheese sauce i have oh sauce i have some i have fresh avocado that will if you want to put those on your fajitas you can do that i have a guacamole which Again, I I just I said I didn't feel like making a guac quickly. I'm trying to put things together. I have corn tortillas. I was going to make those from scratch, but I was like, I'm running out of time. So I just went ahead and got. I have corn and flour. The kids mm-hmm. tend to like flour, but I was like, I'll put some corn because I can quickly heat those up, mm-hmm. and you can fold those together. I think they're they go really well. And then uh, last but not least, I have obviously a salsa if you want to just add some additional um, yeah. layers of flavor. But I think the cheese sauce will be something a little welcome piece in there. Blackstone's still paying dividends. It does, man. It's a it's a good thing because when you think about trying to cook three different types of meats, I know that I can put my veggies here and get those kind of going in sautéing, and then I can split the veggies among the different meat types, or I can just leave the veggies by themselves, and you can grab from veggies the meats. Yep. You have the cheese sauce, you have the the guacamole or the avocado, and they can just they can assemble like it will be at our table. It will be 
I'll probably keep the veggies separate so that you can pull what veggies you want. You can pull what, what you want. Now you won't be able to say I just want onions or I just want this. The, the veggies will be mixed together, all the different peppers and onions. So mm-hmm. you'll, if you want to pick through, have at it, but the meats will be fully separate so that you can choose that. I want chicken. I want steak or I want chicken and shrimp or I want steak and chicken. Like mm-hmm. you can do any combination you want. That's at least the goal. And then the toppings will be all sitting there separate. I, I usually let the kids figure out what it is they like. They throw it together and we go from there. So I, think I didn't hear any sour cream in the mix. Uh, oh, of course there's sour cream there. All right. Just making of sure. Yeah, yeah. Or Greek yogurt substitute. Yep. That's a good substitute. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, let's jump into cost savings because we've been yeah. rattling on here for about 20 minutes. Yeah, so one of the things we realize is we talk a lot about where we procure our food from, how much food we procure, because we, you know, we put on a lot of events throughout the year. But of late, I've been paying uh, strict attention to the cost differences between the foods. And so we wanted to make sure people took into consideration if you got an event, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas coming up, who, who, you know, football seasons are ending. So people have got banquets going on, uh, potlucks, I'm sure. So, you know, some of the things that we noticed to start looking at, uh, we want to make sure we pass that stuff on to everyone else. So the biggest thing is, as I've been experimenting with the uh, smoked chicken and waffle, um, started, I, you know, the first time I went in there, I was like, I, I grabbed a package of chicken, didn't pay much attention to the price of it, but it was like four eighty nine a pound, and I was like, at you know, at, at the at the moment, it didn't register to me whether that was expensive or inexpensive as far as chicken uh, thighs go. But I got it, cooked it, everything was great. So when the next time I went to the butcher, I just happened to ask because Rod and I were actually talking about pricing. And when I asked the butcher, they were like, they're like a dollar ninety nine a pound. And I was like, well, geez, that's a significant difference than what I paid at the store at uh, Wegman. So um, what is going on? OK, so when I, I went back to Wegmans and I realized that what I had grabbed was the organic chicken, um, which is fine if that's what you want. But if you're, you know, you're doing a large event, probably not the best use of your money to 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 buy that unless that's just you know something you're actually going for but it was a significant difference between organic and just regular at the butcher at a dollar 99 um so the next step for me was 
I went to Costco because obviously if you're buying anything in bulk, you you just got to go to your local you know, warehouse store like a Costco or a Sam's Club or whatever. Um, and then I went, so when I went to Costco, I was taken aback because their chicken was like a dollar 80 a pound. And I was like, and that was boneless. And what I'm talking about is boneless and skinless. Okay. Which makes it easy because all I got to do is just trim it a little bit and put, you know, season it and put it on the smoker. So the fourth time that I went back to Costco, because now you don't learn the first time through, do you? Well, it's not even that, <laughs> right? I was like, okay, let me scrutinize everything that they're offering, right? Because, you know, you know what happens in this, I guarantee you've probably done this as well, is like, I need to go get thighs. So you go into the store, you see thighs, you grab thighs. You don't necessarily say, well, how many different variations of thighs are they offering? You may, but I, I'm willing to bet a lot of people don't. And I didn't. You know what I mean? So now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, holy cow, there's at least four different variations of thighs that they offer. You know, you got your organic, you got your boneless and skinless, right? And then what I started finding was the bone in yep. and skin on was a dollar 49 a pound so by so, oh, so, far sorry, the cheapest just, just, to be clear on this you can go organic with the bone and the skin organic boneless and skinless so you can't get like skin and no bone or bone and no skin for example yeah it's usually i haven't seen it yet yeah. it's usually skinless boneless or skin and bone not yeah. half and half all right so both organic and non-organic, I'll just say it that way, or we call it regular, wow. um, <laughs> with in, the injected stuff, the stuff that has growth hormones in it. So you, you're either going uh, boneless, skinless, or you're going. Uh, That's not fair to say. We don't know that it's in, you know has yeah, growth okay. hormones. It uh, it it they can be naturally raised, just not organic. Yep. All right, go ahead. So the the two combinations are organic, boneless, skinless, or or non-organic boneless skinless and then you have both organic and non-organic with bone and skin right yep okay cool and then so when i started looking at it i was like man so let's say i'm planning a large event and um so now i start weighing the options is it worth my time to get the bone in and the skin on and then remove it myself or it can that time that it takes me to do that be better served, you know, prepping something else because the thighs are ready to go right out of the gate. So sorry, really quick, just for the cost difference. Like if you walked in and said, just give me non-organic chicken bone and skin, you were talking a buck 49 a pound yeah let me double check hold on because i think i have it written down because i think the the interesting thing is like it's like it trying to understand might, how the how these no. prices kind of cascade on yourself because I, I think when you when you go with non-organic which is going to be cheaper than organic and then you go bone and skin i, I think it, it like I, I think the problem we all run into is you, you don't see the combination i always will look at prices because i i i'm stupid like that but I do, yeah. Like you, when you start at a dollar forty nine a pound for one, and then you say, okay, well now I want boneless, skinless. Typically, that jumps up by like a dollar a pound, almost a dollar a pound. Yeah, so it, you go, yeah. There's definitely not a linear where it's like you know a couple of dollars more 
uh, to get this. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it, yeah, it, it was kind of jarring to see that, uh, you know, that difference in price when, uh, between one and the other. Yeah. Cause I, I think when we were talking about it, it was like, okay, well, and the problem you run into is like m- most people, the knee jerk reaction is, well, it's only a buck more a pound, but it's like, yeah, but wait a second. If you get a pound of chicken at a buck 49, you know, you're not usually buying a pound. You're usually buying like a pound that's a pack that's three pounds. So it's like, all right. So now I'm at three dollars, for example. Uh, no, sorry, I'm at three four fifty for three pounds of chicken. But if I up that by a dollar, it, it's not. It hasn't gone up by. It's not a. It's not a dollar. It's a dollar per pound. So for those three pounds, it's it went from four fifty to seven fifty, which in and of itself doesn't sound like a lot. But I'm not getting more food. Right. And it's, it's the same it's a, amount. Right. In the it's end, a time trade off you're doing. Yeah, so that's where, and that's the one thing we wanted to point out on this episode is, you know, it could be totally legit. So what I'm looking at right now, yeah. So, uh, the boneless, skinless thighs were at Costco were two ninety nine a pound. Okay. Fed vegetarian diet, raised without antibiotics. I just want to point that out. That's to you. that's or, that's not organic though. <laughs> no, no, it's yeah. not organic. Yeah, but I'm just telling you. So that that was, you know, so two ninety nine verse 150 a pound right so that's a serious conversation as to whether you want to you know pay the vig for them to do the work for you or not and you know it's not for us to decide whether it's okay for you now what i will say is what i ended up doing is i really started thinking about it i was like okay if i'm going to do this I really need to understand, you know, Rod and I were talking about it. I was like, I need to understand what is the actual trade-off? Like, is it hard for me? Like, if I wanted to prepare 50 chicken thighs, you know, is it going to take me like a whole hour to remove the skin and the bone? And I, I'm going to be honest with you, as we always are. Removing the skin is nothing. Nothing. Removing the bone, a little bit of artist work. Yeah, but I, so if again, if you're doing something like I was doing, like today fajitas, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal because if you butcher it, it's like like I got the bone out, it, but I'm making fajitas, so it's small pieces. When you're doing matter. something more like when like, you're actually trying to use the size the as a presentation, thigh. yeah, that yeah, that is a different a different angle yep. that you have to consider. So I was essentially taking my sharpest knife, the one I trim my briskets with my boning knife and I was just running it along. There's only one bone in the thigh and that's the quick way for a lot of people struggle to tell the difference between a thigh and a breast. And the reality is the breast has two bones kind of in an A shape and the thigh has one bone runs, you know, pretty much right up the middle or off to the slightly off to the side. Just a little quick tip there. But um, when I, I was taking my knife and I was slicing basically on both sides of the bone and then I was just kind of working it in and then cutting it out. And the first probably 10, 10 of them that I did, I wasn't really happy with how well I did it. And I felt like there was a lot of meat left on the bone. But at that point, because I'm trying to use the chicken for, you know, as a full display, it didn't really matter what was on the bone. I didn't because it, but it also, I didn't want to, I, I had no use to scrape it off and just, you know, and save that meat. You know what I mean? Yeah, but 
I look and say, well, that I can quickly put that meat in a pot, bones in a pot, the last little bit, and I can make a stock off of that. You can, yes. I'm not saying there's not uses for it. What I'm saying yeah, yeah, is, yeah, I understand. There's a certain when you look at it, you're like, if I had just bought without the bone, I wouldn't be looking at this waste. You know what I mean? That I have to figure out what to do with is is my only point. So, but what I did realize too is that was my first run, my first attempt to do a mass amount of thighs and remove the bones from. So I said, okay, let's give it another shot because I was in the store, went back to Costco, was making another batch. And I was like, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to suck it up because my nature is one done. I'm, I'm going to go with what's easier and more efficient. I said, let's suck it up again. So I bought another batch, dollar forty nine, uh, a pound, and this time around, I said, you know what? Let's see if we can find a better way. So I grabbed my kitchen shears and my, uh, I believe they're vitrionics. Let me just, I'll double check while I'm talking. Yeah, they are. I know that for a fact. I've yeah. seen your kitchen shears, and they're awesome. And what I did was I took that. And I just put it next to the bone, tilted it about 45 degrees and just snipped right along the bone. And it was like right through. Did the same thing on the opposite side. And what that allowed the thigh to do was kind of flap down and expose the bone on it. So I could hold I could hold it by the bone. Now, the two sides that I've loosened from the bone flap down. Right. And then I just took the shares and went right under the bone at that point. And that was fast, efficient, and easy. Yep. So now I'm like, okay, now this totally makes this option viable for a large event because I'm saving money and I can easily remove this. And I felt way better about what was left on the bone. I can still take whatever's left on the bone. Like you said, throw it in a pot, cook off a stock, set that aside, make a dope soup at, at some point or something else. But at the end of the day, I was really happy what it was. So what, I, what we're trying to tell you folks is, you know, you definitely for large events that you're putting on prop, you know, especially in, you know, with, you know, the way prices have, have changed quite a bit take you know, pay, Pay attention to what the cost is, but why the cost is there, right? So if you buy, you know, is it, you know, if you buy a whole uh, uh, rack of ribs, you know, is it worth it for you to pay the extra amount, get the full rack and then cut it into a St. Louis cut yourself? Or is it just better to get the St. Louis cut right out of the gate? Right. You know what I mean? Because it's not, if you have a sharp knife, it's not hard to locate that top bone and then just run the knife straight down and remove the, the riblets portion of it. And then, because what I'll do, I've done that many, I've done it many times where I may uh, get the whole rib, remove the riblets, season up the ribs one way, and then, you know, treat the, the riblets almost like a burn in, right? I smoke it separately, season it differently. Yeah. And then, you know, I'll cut it into little pieces, throw it into a pan with some barbecue sauce and put it back in a smoker and cook that off by itself. You yep. know what I mean? So, you know, so it, it's just something to pay attention to uh, through your cooking process. Now, I'll also say this, what I found so far is there, you know, when you're cutting the chicken, 
you know, make sure, you know, this is we're big proponents of getting your utens your 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 tool sharpened. You know what I mean? If you can afford it, um, have two sets. So you can have one set sharpening while the other set is in, in use. I'm actually gonna start, you know, buying some more knives here soon. Um, but on top of that, be careful when you do, especially if you, you know, you want to experiment and do thighs like I did. Um, there is a little cartilage at the top that you can miss. It's like, it's like at the cap of the, of the, uh, of the, of the bone. And I, I was, when I was eating my chicken and waffle that I was testing, I noticed that like I'd left a little bit of that cartilage. It's not hard to chew through, but it's not the same experience. So it's kind of jarring. If you, you know, you're chewing the meat and then you hit this little cartilage that's like has a crunch as, as opposed to, you know, just eating. So I would just say, be careful if you do it yourself. That's not something I ever ran into when, uh, when I, uh, you know, when I bought it uh, already taken care of and cut, but I did miss a couple. So I'll just probably dip in a little bit more when I cut the, the ends, the ends off. But I would definitely venture. I mean, if you're better with a knife and I'm not bad. Um, you know, tr- try it. If but if you're better with, but the shears made it super easy and super efficient to do. I I did like honestly for the fajitas tonight. Like I say, I I did exactly what you did. I bought bone on, bone in, skin on thighs for the fajitas. I two seconds ripped the skin off. Yeah. I did a you quick trimming like to get that. Hulk. You're like ah. <laughs> it, it just takes, I mean, uh, on a five, no, this, it's super easy, right? Yeah, yeah. That comes off like super easy. Yeah, it's like, okay, skin is off. I did some fat trimming around it really quick, and then I negotiated the bone out. I did I did the shear method, which is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I was able to get the bone out. I was like, all right. Now, mind you, I, I, I didn't cut it like a surgeon. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so it but I knew that I was dicing it up small pieces. So how I butchered it wasn't really important. Yeah. It, was there some bone left or skin left on or meat left on the bone? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did I get it out quickly? Yes. I went through about eight thighs mm-hmm. and you had, you had went to get coffee. So from the, between the time when you ran out to get coffee, mm-hmm. got back home and sent me a link, which was maybe, or sorry, 16 thighs, which was maybe about a, 20 minute window i was able to debone skin trim and dice 16 thighs that fast uh maybe it's 12 yeah. 12 to 16 somewhere between there i i was moving quick because i was like all right we got to record let me get my stuff done uh so well, here's a question for you right so you did 16 thighs that quick um what if you had to do a hundred thighs and you had other things to prepare? Yes. And that's where I think that's where you start asking yourself, where does is what's your line? Where's the yeah, cutoff? Where's the cutoff? Like if you're, if you're doing 16 and you're like, all right, that's 20 minutes. And you're looking at saying a hundred. Well, you know, you got to multiply that out. I might now be an hour, hour and a half, just deboning and you're going to get tired. So you're not going to do an hour. It's going to be like, you're probably going to be two hours in. You might say, Yep, I'm willing to pay double the price because you said from a buck forty nine to two ninety nine. I'm willing to pay double the price for the meat to get that two hours to back. get that two hours back. And yeah. and that's the question because if you know that you have a big like if I if I know I'm doing a barbecue this weekend, it's mm-hmm. a big party. I might say on Monday I'm going to do some deboning, get these prepped, they're done, and then Tuesday I'm going to do a little bit more, get these prepped. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday I'll do them. They're just in the fridge, ready to go, and I can marinate. I can get them ready for where I want them to be, but 
I might do my prep work over a couple days if I know that it's a big party on Saturday. Mm-hmm. If it's like, quote, last minute planning where I don't have a lot of time, then yeah, I might exchange my dollars for time. But if I'm, it, it would also be different if you were, I'm making it for a friend and they're paying for the, the food. Well, it's their cost. So I was going to say, I'm going to save my time. If it's, if I'm doing it where it's a profit line, like you're running like a business, you again, it's that way off between. I can I can do this in two hours, but I'm still going to charge the customer. Um, but I'm still going to charge the customer as if I bought the bone on bone out skin in or bone off bone deboned with no skin. Like yeah, right. So that that's how I guess I look at it. Yeah. So, and this, this same conversation holds true if you're just doing like whole pieces, right? Yep. Because you can certainly go to the grocery store and buy, you know, quarters, ace or whole chickens. So it, it is not difficult to buy a couple of whole chickens and cut them yourself. You know what I mean? It, Correct. It's, yeah, not yeah. Hard. it's not hard at all. And you, you do save quite a bit of money in in for you know if you're doing something quick yeah it it makes it may make sense to just grab you you know chicken already cut up and ready to go but you know once you start looking at okay how you know i'm trying to save you know i'm not trying to spend ridiculous amounts of money on this thing so you know what i'll take the five ten minutes to cut up you know four chickens that's still 64 pieces when you're done but it didn't you know it does it it still costs you a lot less to buy the whole chicken than to buy, you know, buy the individual pieces. So these yeah. are the type of things that we're starting to notice, um, especially with the holidays coming up and, you know, events that we want to cook for. And Yeah. And I, like, I, it's also, it, it's, I try to point out to my kids when we go to the store, I say, all right, let's take this. What you want is that you're, you want some chicken that you can just quickly grill and throw into like a, or tortilla or something like that so that you can have like a tortilla, you can put cheese on it, a little bit of onions and you're going to, you're going to go. So you want me to, you walk in and my kids say, could you buy the chicken cutlets? I'm like, yeah, I can. If you're freaking lazy, <laughs> I, I could buy you some and the chicken problem is Those chicken cutlets actually taste good. You know what I mean? They, and they, they do. They, uh, no, they're like, they're looking for the raw ones. Oh, I'm I thought like, you talking about the ones that are already cooked, which is even still. Yeah, but again, as you stage up, if I if I buy you a chicken boneless, skinless chicken breast, just to make it easy for you, right. I've already paid more money because they deboned it and they 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 um they took the skin off for you, mm-hmm. which I could do and then prep it so it's it's in the freezer and you can just thaw it. Like I can do that part, but I paid a premium just to get you boneless, skinless. Now, if you want the cutlets um which is where all they did is take that boneless skinless and sliced it i'm paying Mm. for somebody to slice something which we're all capable of doing right and then now if i want it cut a deboned smooth the skin sliced and cooked i'm paying an additional premium for you to season and cook it for me and that's where i try to show my kids it's like you got to ask yourself and it's i joke when i say this how lazy are you Right. Because you're parting with your money so that you can save your time. And but sometimes you might say, Well Sometimes I'll, it's worth it. So yeah, yeah, sometimes it's, it is. It's not a one sided, you know, one size fits all. Yeah. Sometimes but, your time is worth it. Yes. But I say for like for example with my kids, I will I will buy the the chicken breast. I know what you want to do with it. 
So for you, I will remove the bone. I have the breast. I will slice it up. Now I put those in freeze. I put those in zip like freezer things and now they're frozen. So when you know what you want to do, you can just go grab your package of the chicken. You know, you want it seasoned your way. They're never going to get to the point where they want it pre-cooked. They always want to season their own stuff. God, at least I got that in their freaking heads. Mm -hmm. Um, but they'll, they'll now season it and cook it and go. And I'm like, I saved money by just allocating a, like, cause I'm, and, and to be fair, like if I'm doing it for my family and I know that my kids are going to be doing this over, let's say the course of a couple weeks, I might only buy, like I might buy a family pack of breasts and then, and to bone them. So it's like, I might spend 20 minutes doing that and it's worth the cost savings I got. But the additional thing that I, I forgot to mention is, family packs, which I think, because when you went to Costco, you're looking at the price, but that's a family pack price. If you were to try to just get four thighs, the price is higher just because you didn't go family pack to spend more. It's like, there's all these combinations that if you take a couple minutes while you're, you're paying attention to the grocery store versus saying, oh, it's only, it's only $4. Let's move forward with it. I, I think there's some really cool ways you can find to save money. Right. So just some tips we've been running into uh, that we figured would share with the podcast and, you know, and uh, yeah, think, you know, with the holidays, early little holiday prep, I guess, um, you know, things to kind of pay attention to uh, for sure. So um, listen, if you guys want to can uh, join the other folks supporting the show, uh, by all means, head over to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash SMR podcast. We appreciate all of the folks on there helping us out uh, uh, with the cost of running the show. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, as I mentioned earlier, come on into that discord. Come on in, uh, hit us up on Twitter, uh, hit us up on Instagram, wherever you want, wherever is easy for you, wherever you are, we want to be. And uh, yeah, please, you know, continue to like share the show out. Um, and let me also mention, we've been taking older episodes and putting them on YouTube. So if you get a kick out of seeing our facial expressions, uh, during, you know, some of the chats that we've had, I'm starting with the older ones, uh, just to get some practice and, you know, you know, kind of learn how to edit a little bit better. So hopefully each one gets a little bit better. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll get to this season soon enough and uh, get those up on, on there as well. Uh, especially when you can see Rod laughing at me on this particular episode. <laughs> so anyway, um, anything else, brother? That's it, man. I think we uh, this is a wrap. All right, cool. Um, you guys have a great day, and we'll see you on the next one. We out. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 